My name is Rick Renner, and today I'm with this big flock of dirty sheep, not far from my house, just outside of Moscow, Russia. And I'm thinking about these sheep because the shepherd keeps bringing hay and hay and more hay. He abundantly provides for his sheep. And it makes me think of the 23rd Psalm, verse 5, which says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. My friends, Jesus loves us so much that even when we are in the presence of our enemies, he provides for us. And that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. Today, I'm going to talk to you about God's promise of supernatural prosperity in your life. When I say prosperity, I mean that God will do anything he has to do to make sure you have everything that you need. And we're going to find this promise in Psalm 23. It is just marvelous. I'm teaching a brand new series called Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd. I want you to have this series. You need to hear it and hear it and hear it. It has fed me, and I believe it's going to feed you. And you need to really take this teaching down deep inside you because the Lord is your shepherd. In fact, you should just personalize that and say, Lord, you are my shepherd. And you need this series to find out the 10 promises that our shepherd makes to you. It comes in multiple formats with a study guide. The two of these together are just so powerful. And right now we're also offering you a book by my friend, Tony Cook, called Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The Blessings of an Empowered Life. It is a small book. It's a fast read, but it is a powerful book, and I want you to order yours today, and you can order all of these things by going online or by giving us a call right now. And I want to remind you that the moment you become a partner with our ministry, we're going to send you two books as our way of saying, welcome to our partner family. Proverbs 10:21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many. I know that is my heavenly assignment, but I can only do it with the help of partners. And a partner is someone who financially regularly sows into our ministry. They put the fuel in the tank so this teaching can go to people all over the world. And my friend, people all over the world really are tuning in to receive this teaching because they feel they have found teaching that they can trust. And the moment you become a financial partner with our ministry, we're going to send you Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. And we're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone. I'm not prophesying a combat zone on your life. You're probably already in some kind of a struggle. But this book will help you know how to get through it. The subtitle says How to Survive, Thrive, and Overcome in the midst of any difficult situation. And this book is dedicated to partners, so we always send it to anyone who becomes a part of the partner family. And from now until October, we're offering at a radical discount on our website, our brand new book, our autobiography called Unlikely. We call it Unlikely because if anyone was unlikely to do what we're doing, it was me, and Denise and our family. But God delights in calling unlikely people, and that includes you. 
The subtitle says, Our Faith-Filled Journey to the Ends of the Earth. And the back of the book says, If you're ready to read a true life story that will stir your faith to launch out and experience your own unlikely adventure, this is the book for you to read. And you can order it today by going online or by giving us a call. But I want you to reach for your Bible, and today we're going to continue looking at the 23rd Psalm, and I want us to review beginning in verse 1. And in Psalm 23, verse 1, David says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse 2, He makes me to lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside the still waters. Verse 3, He restores my soul, He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We saw that yesterday, but today we're going to begin in verse 5, where David says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Then he adds, Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runs over. That's what we're going to see tomorrow. Then on Friday, we're going to see verse 6 where David says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And in these amazing verses, we find 10 promises that the great shepherd makes to every one of his sheep. Promise number one is God's supernatural provision. Number two, God's supernatural protection. Number three, God's supernatural peace. Number four, God's supernatural restoration. Number five, God's supernatural guidance. Number six, God's supernatural confidence that he gives to us. Number seven, God's supernatural correction. And remember, there is protection in correction. Then number eight, what we're going to see today, God's supernatural promise of prosperity to give us everything we need for any situation that we are in. Then number nine, which is tomorrow, God's supernatural anointing. And finally, number 10, which we're going to cover on Friday, God's supernatural promise. But today we're going to go back to Psalm 23, verse 5, where David gloriously says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You have to remember that in verse 4 he had just said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. David was describing a challenging time and... When you come back to Psalm 23, verse 5 in the New Living Translation, it says, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. David had been through the valley of the shadow of death. David had faced a lot of enemies in his life. And here he says, God prepared a table for him even in the presence of enemies. Enemies represent a threat. An enemy could be an individual who is against you, someone conspiring against you, someone who has ulterior motives to do harm to you. An enemy may be a threatening situation, but David knew all about enemies. And when you read the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms are filled with verses about enemies, adversaries, and foes. And today I want to read some of these wonderful verses to you. Listen to this in Psalm 5, verse 8. David says, Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. 
In Psalm 6, verse 7, David says, My eye grows dim because of grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Psalm 6, verse 10, Let all my enemies be ashamed and sorely troubled. Let them turn back and be put to shame suddenly. Look how much this topic of enemies was on David's mind, yet he knew what it meant to have a table set before him even in the presence of his enemies. In Psalm 7, verse 6, David says, Arise, O Lord, in your anger, lift up yourself against the rage of my enemies. Psalm 7, verse 15, He, my enemy, made a pit and dug it out and has fallen into the ditch which he made. Psalm 18, verse 3, I will call upon the Lord who is to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. Psalm 18, verse 17, He delivered me from my strong enemy and from those who hated and abhorred me, for they were too strong for me. If you feel your enemy is too strong for you, call unto the Lord, He will deliver you. In Psalm 18, verse 48, David wrote, Who delivers me from my enemies. In Psalm 25, Verse 2, David wrote, Oh my God, I trust, lean on, rely on, and am confident in you. Let me not be put to shame, or my hope in you be disappointed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Psalm 25, verse 19, Consider my enemies, for they abound. They hate me with cruel hatred. Psalm 27, verse 2, When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat my flesh. They stumbled and they fell. David saw the deliverance of God in his life against his enemies. Then in Psalm 27, verse 6, David writes, And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies. Psalm 27, verse 11, Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a path, an even path, because of my enemies who are lying in wait for me. Psalm 27, verse 12, Give me not to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen up against me, and they breathe out cruelty and violence. Psalm 31, verse 8, You have not given me into the hand of the enemy. Psalm 40, verse 2, he describes what he felt because of his enemies. He says, He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of a miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. God delivered him from the hand of the enemy. In Psalm 41, verse 2, David writes, The Lord will protect him and keep him alive. He shall be called blessed in the land, and you will not deliver him into the hand of his enemies. Psalm 41, 11, by this I know that you favor and delight in me because my enemy does not triumph over me. Psalm 55, verse 23, but you, O God, shall bring them down to the pit of destruction, bloodthirsty and deceitful men, those are his enemies, shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. Psalm 57, verse 6, David says, My enemies prepared a net for my steps, 
My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me into the midst of it. They themselves have fallen. God was delivering him from his enemies. In Psalm 56, verse 9, David said, Then shall my enemies turn back in the day that I cry out, This I know, for God is with me. Psalm 59, verse 1, Deliver me from my enemies, O God, defend and protect me from those who rise up against me. Psalm 60, verse 11, Give us help against the enemy, for vain is the help of man. Psalm 61, verse 3, For you have been a shelter and a refuge for me, a strong tower against the adversary. Psalm 64, verse 1. Hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Guard and preserve my life from the terror of the enemy. Psalm 71, verse 13. Let them be put to shame and consumed who are adversaries to my life. Psalm 91, verse 3. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. That is a snare that has been set by the enemy. Psalm 107, verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he's redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Psalm 108, verse 12. Give us help against the adversary, for vain is the help of man. Psalm 108, verse 13. Through God we shall do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our adversaries. Psalm 109 verse 29, let my adversaries be clothed with shame and dishonor and let them cover themselves with their own disgrace and confusion as with a robe. Psalm 118 verses 5 and 6, I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? He's talking about his enemies. Psalm 113, 118, verse 13. My adversary thrust sorely at me that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. Psalm 124, verse 7. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken and we have escaped. David is describing his escape from the hand of the enemy. Psalm 138, verse 7. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. Psalm 143, verse 9. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. I flee to you to hide me. Psalm 143, verse 12. And in your mercy and loving kindness, cut off my enemies, and destroy all those who afflict me, for I am your servant. Psalm 144, verse 6, cast forth lightnings and scatter my enemies. Send out your arrows and embarrass and frustrate them. And then when you come to Proverbs 16, verse 7, we find this glorious promise which says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace 
with him. So David knew something about enemies, and actually the verses that I've read to you are just a sampling of all the enemy and adversary verses in the book of Psalms. From beginning to end, David addresses the subject of enemies. So when you come to Psalm 23 and verse 5, and David says, Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of my enemy, David knows exactly what he is talking about. In the presence of all of his adversaries, all of his foes, and all of his enemies, God has faithfully set a table in front of him and has lavishly provided for all of the needs in his life. And I want to give you one amazing example from the Old Testament. David fled from King Saul because King Saul wanted to kill him. And the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse 10, And David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gath. Listen to verse 11. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands? Verse 12. And David laid these words in his heart and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. This was an enemy, and now David was in the presence of an enemy. Verse 13, And David changed his behavior before him and feigned himself mad in their hands and scrabbled on the doors of the gate and let his spittle fall upon his beard. Verse 14, Then said Achish unto his servants, Lo, you see the man is mad. Wherefore then have you brought him to me? Verse 15, have I need of madmen that you've brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? But David did come into his house, and it is remarkable because Achish had been one of his enemies, but the entire time that David lived in that house, in the house of an enemy, God set a table before David and David was lavishly taken care of by God. God met all of his needs and even more when he was living in the land of Gath under the rule of King Achish. That is amazing. So in the presence of Saul, God set a table before him. In the presence of Achish, God set a table in front of him. He was richly sustained. And my friends, God has promised in the 23rd Psalm, he's going to richly provide for you as well. How about the example of Elijah? Elijah had a serious enemy named Queen Jezebel. She hated him. And Jezebel wanted to kill him, so Elijah ran for his life, and he sat under a juniper tree, and in a state of hopelessness, he cried out in 1 Kings 19.4 and said, Oh, Lord, take away my life. Wow. He fell asleep, and then he was awakened by an angel who said in 1 Kings 19.5, Arise and eat. And verse 6 says, And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baked on the coals and a cruise of water at his head, and he did eat and drink and laid him down again, and he fell back asleep. But then he was awakened a second time, and in 1 Kings 19, verse 7, the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat. God was literally setting a table before him even in the presence of his enemy.
And the angel said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat 40 days and 40 nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. The journey was 150 miles. But once he had eaten the second cake that God set before him, he had the strength to supernaturally go for the next 40 days and nights. It was a divine replenishing so strong that it brought strength into his spirit. It brought vigor into his body. It brought resilience in his mind. Wow. The result of God setting a table before him even in the presence of an enemy. And my friends, that is the promise that God makes to me and the promise that God makes to you. And if you will survey your past history, you'll see that even in moments when you were living in threatening conditions, God faithfully provided for you. My friends, God is going to provide for you right now. We are promised in the 23rd Psalm, even in the presence of my enemies, you set a table before me, but you've got to open your eyes to see the table. God is providing for you. It's right there. Open your eyes and you will see that our great shepherd is being faithful to set a table in front of you, even in the midst of a threatening situation. That is the promise of the great shepherd to every one of his sheep. I'll be back in just a moment, and I want to pray for you. The 23rd Psalm is a favorite passage of Scripture for many people and cherished by Christians all over the world. In this new 10-part series, Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd, Rick Renner opens this powerful passage like you've never heard it before, so you can understand all the amazing promises that God makes to you in the 23rd Psalm. The Lord really is your shepherd, and He wants to lovingly take care of you. In this 10-part series, Rick will unfold for you God's provision and protection, God's peace and restoration, God's guidance and prosperity, God's anointing and promises, and so much more. Rick Renner says, this is one of my favorite series. Anyone who loves Psalm 23 will love it more than ever after hearing this fully expounded teaching. This remarkable series is available in digital or physical formats starting at just $20. In addition, we're also offering you the book, Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The 12 Blessings of an Empowered Life. God wants you to experience all the promises in His Word. And in this easy-to-read book, you'll find 12 blessings that God promises you in the 23rd Psalm. This powerful book can be yours for just $7. Don't miss this special offer of the 10-part series, Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd, and the book, Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The 12 Blessings of an Empowered Life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Hey friend, this is Rick Renner. I want to take just a moment to tell you about what God is doing in our ministry. We are bursting at the seams with response from people and it's coming from all over the world, from the English speaking world, from the Russian speaking world. People are reaching out to us for prayer, for support, and for resources, and we need more space. It's not about buildings. It's never about buildings. Really, it's about having space so we can adequately minister to the needs of the people 
that are reaching out to us. And in Tulsa, we have to have a new ministry home. We've totally outgrown our current facility and God has led us to another building. And guess what? It is fully furnished. All we have to do is purchase it and move in and we can immediately begin to operate. Wow, that is just like something the Lord would do. At the same time in Moscow, we're constructing a new studio because this studio is too small. We are producing five to seven daily television programs and we have maximized this space. And now we need to construct this new TV studio, which is already under construction. And in that studio, we're going to produce programming that's going to bring glory and honor to the name of Jesus and to the Word of God. And our assignment is to bring teaching that people can trust to them all over the planet, particularly to English speakers and to Russian speakers. But if you put together all the space we need to expand, we need about 50,000 square feet. And that's what it comes to, the building in Tulsa, the studio which we're constructing in Moscow, and we can do all of it for $120 a square foot. That is a remarkable price when you consider it includes the architectural plans, the property, the building, the furnishings, the TV equipments, the light, everything that is needed for us to do this ministry. And I'm asking you today to please pray about joining us to help us do this. Would you be a part of the giving team that gives sacrificially to help us really knock this out of the ballpark, to win the victory, to purchase the building in Tulsa, to finish constructing the studio in Moscow? You know, if we have to do it by ourselves, it's going to be tough. But if many people will join hands with us together, we can do this, we can do it quickly, and Jesus will give us the victory. Many years ago, when Denise and I first began our ministry, the Lord gave us Romans chapter 10, verse verse 18, and it says, Yea, verily, their sound went into all the earth, and their words unto the ends of the world. It is amazing that we're watching this ministry really reach people at the very ends of the earth. And when you partner with us, you help us do this job, and together we can purchase this building in Tulsa, construct the studio in Moscow, and produce programming, and bring teaching of the Bible that people can trust to people all over the planet. And my friend, please join us. Ask the Holy Spirit what He would have you to do and what He would have you to do regularly until we finally achieve this victory. And I want to say thank you in advance. Today we have covered a lot of verses about enemies and God setting a table before us even in the presence of our enemies. If you feel that you're in a threatening situation right now, maybe it's a person or maybe it's an ordeal that you're facing, God promises He will set a table for you even in the presence of that person or that situation. And if you'll open your eyes to look, you'll see that God is taking care of you. That is one of His promises to His people that is recorded in the 23rd Psalm, and that's why I want you to order the whole series called Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd, and it comes with a wonderful study guide. My friends, this Psalm is just jam-packed with promises, and we need to understand those promises so we can embrace them and experience them in our life, and God promises He'll set a table for you even in the presence of an enemy or a threatening situation. That's God's promise to you. And we're also offering you right now the book by Tony Cook called Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The Blessings of 
an empowered life. And I want to remind you that right now, until the month of October, we're offering you our brand new autobiography, which is called Unlikely, Our Faith-Filled Journey to the Ends of the Earth. And we're offering it right now at a radical discount on our website, or you can give us a call. And if you need prayer, please let us know how to pray for you. But Father, I thank you that it doesn't matter what we're facing or who is against us. You are the one who delivers us. And you set a table before us, even in the presence of our enemies. Help us to open our eyes to see the table that you have put in front of us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow. But until then, remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power.